Warning. While Off the Wagon isn't typically an explicit podcast, Game of Thrones is a very explicit show. So, because of that, both this episode and the other Game of Thrones episodes to come all will be rather explicit. So, if you don't really like that, if it's not really your taste, check out one of our Thunder podcasts or many of the other great podcasts of the Off the Wagon Network. Also, another warning, if you aren't caught up on Game of Thrones, there are massive spoilers to uh, be discussed. So, either catch up or also just bounce to another Thunder pod. Anyways, here's our uh, Game of Thrones pod. Hello and welcome to Off the Wagon. We're back for another Game of Thrones episode. Today we are discussing the first episode of Season 8, Winterfell. Mm-hmm. With me today, we got, uh, back again, we've got Ian Smith, Parker Charles. Cool. I'm your host, Bobby Howard. Uh, Alright, boys, so it finally happened. Finally another Game of Thrones episode. Got Podrick up in there with a nice, fresh, new cut. <laughs> We're rocking and rolling. Game of Thrones is back. I, I wonder who the Winterfell Barber is, because that is... It's a sick cut. No, that's, he's looking good. Like... He's got the BDE like on the outside and now, not just on the inside. That big dick energy. I, I feel yes, you. Sir. I feel you. Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. I actually, I think you know the biggest, the biggest win is uh, is Brand of Bran. I want to jump right in here of Bran being able to uh, see the future and history of Westeros as he gets to figure out what Pod did to those girls. Finally. Mm-hmm. Oh yes. Mm-hmm. I I really I really want that. Just be like so. They didn't pay you a dime. <laughs> Bran the robot opens his eyes in pure awe. <laughs> That's a problem. You were beautiful in that brothel. Yeah. <laughs> he has access to all this information, but no, nothing to use it with anymore. No reason. He's mm. now AI. Nope, he does not have anything down there. Probably also, can't feel anything. Let's get, let's get Bran a ramp. He's been sitting in that courtyard for a while. I don't want him to be sitting there still. <laughs> yeah, is, is Winterfell ADA apply, uh, apply it? Probably Compli- not. Probably not. Uh, it's it's an old castle. I'm sure. I'm sure uh, Ramsay Bolton wasn't fond of cripples, bastards, or broken things. Yeah, my man took that shit out, man. <laughs> and definitely had it though. Yeah, the Greyjoys definitely burnt that part. Uh-huh. All right, so let's dive just right into it. Um, so the first thing about this episode I really got was it was just kind of the setup episode, which I I kind of saw coming. You didn't. I didn't expect a lot of huge stuff. But we saw a lot of reunions, uh, especially, I mean, obviously in Winterfell, where everyone kind of met up. But uh, for you guys, what's the big reunion that I thought, that you guys thought kind of stood out more than the others? Well, I mean, the biggest the biggest reunion, I think, came at the uh, came at the very end, but I don't know if we want to talk about that yet. Um, that's, that's less, I, I think more reunion as in, like, a meaningful reunion. I think they actually most, said something. Okay. Yeah, the most meaningful reunion for me, I think... Even though we didn't really get much of it in the show, was just based on their reactions. Was probably the John and Arya reunion. Yeah, like you yeah. could really tell that they actually care about each other, and like they always cared about each other. Like that's where she got Needle, and that just the way they interacted compared to all of the other Starks getting back with each other. Like that was by far the most like heartfelt reunion I felt. Right. Cause yeah. Even because John was really excited to see Bran because. I don't know if you guys remember in the first season, like, that was, he walked in there, it was kind of awkward with Catelyn in there, too, but uh, was super heartfelt trying to say bye to Bran, it was like, next time I see you, we'll walk walk outside the wall together, and obviously he kind of got a little bit <laughs> taken aback by the fact that Bran is now a robot, but... <laughs> You're a man now, almost. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
And I, I'm really glad that they land the um, the Arya John scene well because that that's such a tricky thing to do after so long. Mm-hmm. And you know, after Arya, both Arya and John have changed so much, but they really found a way to just. I, I don't think I don't think they could have made it perfect. They nailed every bit of it, and uh, really, wow, what a what a what a win for Game of Thrones there. I really liked uh, if, if you want to talk about that. What Parker was talking about how similarity to season one, that whole uh, that whole first bit was an exact uh, exact replica of the original season one. Yes, mm-hmm. which was cool. That was neat. Yes, kind of yeah. the changing of the guards with. John and uh, Daenerys instead of Cersei and Robert. Robert, yeah. good old Bobby B. Bobby B. Yeah, they uh, they had that good old classic, like that theme that they played when Robert and Cersei came in. Exact same music, but you could kind of hear like the the undertones. Uh, you know, I, I don't know. They, if you listen closely, you could hear the like the of whatever. Yeah. I guess. Oh yeah. I guess you could think of it as like the unsullied song. Dude, that's I'm the not, one that always pops. I'm not gonna head. lie. I saw that kid coming, and I thought in my heart of hearts he was about to get like an ice dagger through the heart, <laughs> about to be like a little gremlin white walker. I so. <laughs> yeah, I initially thought he was gonna be chased by the walkers, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh wait, no, we're all good. We're we're set. No, we gotta we gotta have our nice little happy setup mm-hmm. fan service episode. Yep. I feel like there was a lot of fan service in this episode. Oh, for sure. It was kind of the oh Game of Thrones, we're back. Mm-hmm. All the people that just started watching get them all excited and touch the hearts of everybody else just so they can rip them out in the next in the yeah, coming exactly episodes. oh it's not maybe not next episode exactly i do think well, we in the first pod said that we thought someone was gonna die first episode technically happened yeah it did i think that probably next episode will be the first time that we have the actual potential for a main character death yeah uh Tormund did kind of escape. It was his uh, near-death experience number four there. No way, dude. Tormund's oh, yeah. making it. Okay. He's, he's, yeah, okay. <laughs> we, don't, we don't want to break the news to you whenever, whenever it happens. Yeah, it's no. like, I mean, speaking of breaking the news, we'll get to, we'll get to it later. Uh, I'm, I'm pretty sure your reaction to Tormund dying will be about what happened to poor poor Sam whenever he found out about his dad and you know, brother. But, hey, yeah. let's... Um, okay, so another big reunion that I, I really liked... Uh, has to be Gendry Arya. Arya had a lot of great reunions okay. in this episode. So, oh yeah. So last call, last last Parker, last uh, time you were like, I was trying to ship Arya, and uh, uh, I know. Yeah, you. I'm just saying. I, it, it, I I get it, and Gendry's dead to me because, <laughs> and I'm I'm just gonna go ahead and leave it at maybe he's just not met Sansa yet, but and that's fine. Like that's just the way that can be the way it is or he's just stupid and wants to date a 12 year old good for him you know what it's, it was a different time that can be acceptable Jesus Parker so, take like, yourself out of this did, no, you, no, did no. you not see the tension no, in that, that no, room no no I saw it and I was disgusted Arya's like old now no yeah. no no, that, no I, we're not talking about this I, you guys have it congratulations everybody <laughs> have the scene everybody wanted Gendry Arya sex scene confirmed alright <laughs> no dude great oh, God. Whoa, whoa just, just no, no, oh, no, 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 this is what you wanted this is what you wanted Nobody's probably was like Arya Gendry sexy. Nobody, dude, wants, that's that's nobody a, wants to see Gendry put that hammer down. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> nobody wants it. I'm just saying the flirting, all that little that little toily look Arya gives, that little smile. I was like, ooh. Hot. Yeah. I was sweating a little, not gonna lie. It was really nice to see Arya like finally be like, oh, she's a human being again. Yeah, exactly. She's not just some like nobody, you know, and I mean that in Exactly. Yeah. Well, that's a good one. <laughs> yeah. Speaking on that too, she kind of had a little interaction with the hound. That was pretty much everything I wanted. Yeah. Uh, his reaction with her, like, 
I'm sure some people were like expecting a hug. They're not gonna hug. No, no. He got. Uh, he said he, he didn't call her cunt, and he said you little bitch, and then he smiled. I was like, that's probably the warmest welcome the hounds oh, given yeah. anybody. He kind of yeah he gave her a little grin. I think yeah. that's about as close as you can get to any sort of happiness out of the hound. Mm-hmm. Call her, call her. He was like, you're a cold little bitch. I guess that's why you survived. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was but, awesome. Yeah, no, for sure. So we, I mean, it was a great, great episode for reunions. I agree, it was very fan servicey. One thing that probably was easily the most fan servicey, though, had to be you know the magic carpet ride dragon esque yes. scene yes. where John okay. is a dragon rider, and this uh, this brings up a lot of interesting questions. Really, I got really nervous when they landed. First of all, I thought that this was because I I still thought that we might hit have shit hit the fan in this episode, and I was thinking. They're kind of ranging out pretty far. We're about to have a dragon battle. But, <laughs> Just right off the bat. Yeah, I mean, when freaking Rhaegal turned off, I was like, uh-oh, mm-hmm. what, what's going on here? But instead, I had a different panic attack because freaking they both landed, and there was a waterfall for a cave. And I was like, not John, not John, Kit. Kit Harrington. You are not about to disrespect your real life ass wife <laughs> by going into this cave and having sex with Daenerys. You will not. Oh, yeah, that just that'd be a tough look. Disrespecting Egret so hard. So you are definitely the Drogon in this scene. Oh, no, yeah, so no, what are you doing? Yeah. Well, on that note, we didn't really talk about. Speaking of reunions, we never actually talked about this. Was Tyrion and Sansa? Of course. Yeah, of course. yeah. That's that's an interesting one. That's the they haven't seen each other since I think the end of season four. Yes. Yeah. Well, literally when Joffrey was murdered and she ran away from the wedding. Ah, it had its moments. So, good, yeah, it had its yeah, moments. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, which I that was that was a pretty good one. You could tell that there's not a ton of animosity there. I mean, no, everybody. No, was they, if there was any animosity, it's probably on Tyrion's end. Under any other circumstance, Tyrion arrived there, like not with Daenerys after Jon had just bent the knee. I think their reunion was probably a little bit cleaner, a little bit nicer, a little bit more friendly. Well, she defends him. I, I think to like some people, I don't remember where it happens, but like there are some points. It's when to Jon. Yes, yeah, to yeah. Jon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When, yeah, when yeah. he's originally going, like gets the the letter from Tyrion mm-hmm. uh, talking to him like from the season one banter that they had tra- telling him to go have an audience with Daenerys Sansa was like yes I trust Tyrion That's he right. was good to yep. me like yeah. so that was a lot of where the, there's multiple good connections with specifically those two Starks and Tyrion yep um, but one thing that I saw through this episode and was super uncharacteristic for Tyrion and it's actually I have a hot take from this okay Tyrion looked like an idiot. Now, don't get me wrong. Like, he did some stupid stuff last season, but he walked in and talked about the land... In a point of time where there was already some contention, because uh, Lyanna Mormont goes up and is like, what do I even call you? Yeah. Like, to John. <laughs> Tyrion thinks it's a good idea to be like, well, the, don't you worry, our friends the Lannisters are coming. Uh, like, just, that, that and... In their little conversation with with Sansa and Tyrion, he's talking like he actually believes that Cersei is going to send them in, or Jaime's going to be able to convince her to send them in. And Sansa goes and says, I used to think you were the cleverest man in the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would think it'd be a very strange character change for him to not still be the cleverest man in the world. So I kind of think that he... 
knows something that literally nobody else does. Well, and that that's true though, because remember he had that talk with Cersei that wasn't shown, so maybe exactly. he does know so- he, something that uh, nobody else knows, and that terrifies me because yeah. that's Tyrion's character though. Yeah, he but drinks and he knows things. I know, I, I get it, I get it. I just am saying like. What benefit is there to knowing that Cersei is not going to come help, but still acting like she yes. is? I think it was... Oh, go ahead. No, 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 no. I, I just think it was a really poor writing decision more than anything, because the whole plan was stupid. They knew... They should have known from the get-go that Cersei was going to do absolutely nothing, even if you showed, him, showed her the white. I don't care if she had a... You know, was faking the baby thing. She's still Cersei Lannister. To be fair... That, that the white thing was kind of more John and da- Daenerys' plan. I feel no, it, it was it was actually Tyrion's. If you think about it, they're at the table. Yeah, like no, it was. They, it was. Yeah, it, no, it's. I mean, it was still dumb that they actually carried yeah, it out. I don't know. I, I think Tyrion just won't actually go and make a stupid decision like that. Like, I feel like we got to give the writers more credit. They've done a pretty decent job with the material that they don't actually have from the book so far, and the adaptation as well. Like, for as much as you can for what the books are, I feel like they've done a pretty good job, and I don't think they're just going to completely destroy Tyrion's character like that. I, think I would we, hope. Not. I think we can't know until next episode. You know, sure. I think. I think sure enough. You know, Jamie just got to. You, you know, should, Winterfell, sure. sure enough, there's got to be something, right? So we can come back to this next week, but I, I really think that that'll work itself out. Yeah, hopefully, of course. Now talking about Lannisters a little bit, let's let's just touch on a little bit of the events in King's Landing. There was hardly much to talk about, mm-hmm. really, if you really look at it. Which is which is, it's fair. All of the real characters that matter, other than Cersei and like Kyburn and <laughs> I don't know Golden Company. Uh, other than that, it, not not much actually happened in King's Landing. Let's just get so let's just talk about it, get it over with. So we got Golden Company coming in town. Harry Strickland and the boys <laughs> rode in from Essos. Um, Not the elephants, though. Yeah. No elephants. A little disappointed that there's no elephants. Uh, I guess we saved that for Ghost of Nymeria. <laughs> Gotta save the budget a little bit. Can't just bring elephants all over. I, I do want to point out that the first thing Cersei thought of after having sex with Euron was, I miss those elephants. So I don't know what that <laughs> says about my man Euron. Maybe it says nothing, maybe it says everything. But I'll uh, leave it at that. <laughs> I just love that. Cersei in that moment was basically just a placeholder for us because I just wanted to see those damn elephants. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm just saying. Not only did we not get the elephants, we didn't even get ghosts in this first season episode. Sure, sure. We got to see ghosts. I okay. So, along with the obviously only characters left in King's Landing is the Greyjoys. This episode. Wrong. Eh, yeah, yeah. He's he's gonna be moving though. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Either for his purposes of let's just let's talk about Braun. So for <laughs> yeah. cameo, I don't know what you got if you guys knew about. Uh, so apparently the guy with the face melted off they were talking about is Ed Sheeran, the, right? It was the Ed Sheeran. They talk about the ginger boy with Eddie, the Eddie, Eddie the ginger. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They talked about freaking Ed Sheeran getting his face burned off. Just letting everybody know. Thought that was pretty clever. <laughs> Very um, good. But Braun. Do we agree that Bronn's not going to actually kill no, Tyrion? Fuck no, fuck nah. no. way. So, speaking of King's Landing a little bit, uh, I guess in the in the Blackwater Bay, we got uh, we got Yara getting freed by Theon. Yeah, I. Other than the always sunny uh, little cameo oh, there, that was, that just <laughs> very much approved my point of really not liking anything about any of the Greyjoy story, because I don't feel like they did a good job at all with it in the show. 
at all. I heard it's better in the books, but I just don't care. What they basically did from that is made Theon go back north. And great, awesome, be done with it. I'm done with them. Euron's yeah. fine, but... Yeah, it's... I don't know. It's it's just a way to keep Yara alive, I guess, but not, you know... But no, I don't. I, I don't know. I'm interested to see how they're going to use the Iron Islands as like a backup plan. That's what I was gonna say. I mean, Yara. I mean, they have to have Yara alive for a reason. And so, I mean, by her being saved, and albeit you know not very ceremoniously, she just kind of like you know everybody dies, and then bang bang, she's alive again. So surely she'll come back around. You know. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I, I, just, I I couldn't care less, honestly. I barely even tolerate Theon as a character. Ah, oh, Tonya. Theon's so, coming back big. Okay. <laughs> uh, an- another sad death for the Iron uh, Ironborn fleet. We lost Gilfoyle from uh, from Silicon Valley, if anyone watches that show. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, he was also in there, apparently. Oh, man. That's awesome. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, I... It, is this season just going to be like Cameo Central? Just have all sorts of random people come and be on Game of Thrones? Just as long as it's not like Ed Sheeranly obvious. You know, yeah. If it's, yeah. If, it's, if it's... If we get a little Cinderguard... You know, like we sure, did. Sure, Yeah, mm-hmm. stuff like that, you know, where it's, you know, you can tell if, you, if you're looking, but it doesn't take you out of it, like Ed Sheeran being like, it's a new song, yeah. made it up for myself. I will, it, oh, go ahead. Sorry. No, you go ahead, you go ahead. I was going to say, shout out, uh, shout out, though, for, for Theon, because my man was willing to rescue Yara so much that he was going to fight Euron again, though. You know, that's, say, I know you don't like his character, but he was out there trying to save her, man. He was not going to fight Euron. Yeah, dude, he had his whole, he, he had his sne- He sneaky snaked his way onto the boat <laughs> when no one was there. You, you don't think that dude was out there. First of all, the logistics of him getting on the boat in general doesn't make sense. Oh, so, about? like... I just did, anyways. How did, yeah, it, it was it was just really weird. No, it, I don't he know. was not. He it was, was a not side plot point, but I'm telling you, my he, man was doing no, it. He, he was, was not about give to give the man some credence. Some credence. Here's a question: Does the is there any way to redeem what Theon's done? What, I kind of don't know. Night King's dick. Yeah, okay, okay. Actually, yeah, no. That, I, I, or I, or I was gonna say no, but there you go. That's <laughs> I think. To be fair, if we don't think Theon can get redeemed. There is no chance in the world that Jamie Lannister can be redeemed. I don't think so. Well, I think Jamie's dying without oh, redemption. Sure, sure, okay. But the point of what I'm saying is, like, if Theon can't get redemption, he's probably the only redemptionable character left in the show. Like, I get what he did makes us mad as the Watcher. Yeah. But, like, to 50, 60% of the Seven Kingdoms, like, it was no worse than a lot of people, a lot of people have done. So, it, It's... The only one more, irre- I would say, here's the irredeemable power rankings. One, Cersei Lannister. I mean, she she yeah, murdered. Sure. She created an, an egregious act of terrorism. She did what yeah. the Mad King was saying to do. E- exactly. E- I don't care that she got rid of her enemies. Got rid of. Uh, the, uh, come on. I mean, think about just the random people who are living in that part of town. Yeah, I know. Just they just fight. Yeah. For no reason. <laughs> just because old Bernie Sanders guy, the high septon out here trying to <laughs> trying to change things. It's ridiculous. I don't know. Um, and then number two, I think you got to go Jamie. Just maybe Jamie just because he pushed a kid out of a window. That's pretty bad. That's going to be interesting next episode. Yeah. We can talk oh, about that a little oh, later. But. We're, we're getting on that one. It's coming. Yeah. It's coming. And then three is probably Theon. Although, I don't know, Theon might be worse because he killed two kids. Burnt yeah, two rando kids. Yeah. Not even like, yeah. He burnt two rando kids. But also, like, at the same time, he's like, oh, I can't kill the Starks. Like, I'm just going to burn other kids instead, you know? Yeah. At least he didn't kill, like, the Starks. The point Stars. is, he's a coward the whole time. Yeah. So, anyways. Yeah, that's true. That's I true. Think, I think that's probably enough on 
King's Landing. We, we've Everyone talked way too much about Theon. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Who so, yeah, cares? So we're going backwards and interesting. Back to, back to Winterfell. And I will say this. This structure of this, of this pod really reminds you how, how much the show shrunk to basically three locations. Sure. Wherever the Night King is, Winterfell, King's Landing. Uh-huh. Yep. And you can you can tell that in the new intro. Really? Well, all of, yes, the new intro, that was a shocker. Was for awesome. sure. I, all these seasons, all these watches, and I've seen the same intro every time, get hyped for the same intro. I'm there, hands up, ready to start freaking <laughs> da-da-da. Nope. It's a whole new intro. I was shook. We, we have a, a little bit of a vow of silence when oh, we yes. watch the... Po- watch the premieres and stuff, so we didn't actually say anything or do anything, but I, I feel like most people were probably pretty shook when that happened. I was I definitely muttered what to myself. Uh, I, I was shook, but I liked it. Oh, I fucking absolutely. loved it. It, it was, was awesome. Great. And we actually, I, I, uh, the viewers don't know this, but we like to watch the episode two times around, and the second time we spent probably about 15-20 minutes breaking down that new intro, because boy, is there a lot. Yes, there is. Uh... One thing about the original intro that's cool is if you look at the little, I don't know what you would call it, the little ticker thing, you yes, know? exactly. It yes. tells the story of Robert's Rebellion. This time it's changed to, I mean, as you all uh, obviously know, I mean, it reflects uh, what hap- what's happened over the course of the show. So you got, you got and it kind of works in reverse. So you have, you know, uh, Viserion burning down the wall, then a depiction of the Red Wedding, and then at, very, and then at the very end it's uh, Daenerys and uh, giving birth? To the dragons? You don't, you know what I'm saying. So I'm gonna eat a little bit of crow because uh, I was arguing for a long time about what that middle section was. And uh, oh, motherfucker! Yeah, that's a direwolf. So well, I mean, I thought it was, but I just thought that that was a head there too. <laughs> okay, but anyways, Parker here is referring to the three sections where there's a messed up lion with a fish in its mouth, uh, a quote unknown beast that isn't a direwolf in the middle, <laughs> and. See a uh, a white walker or human like figure holding a dire wolf head, and Parker here for the past you know at least forty eight hours. I wasn't alone. I'm just gonna throw <laughs> that out there. Well, you guys were wrong. <laughs> so I'll just let Ian be right on this one for the forty eight hours. Has been disputing it. Yeah, I was very angry. obviously the humanoid figure is a uh, flayed man. A flayed man? Yeah, he's the flayed man, wow. the Bolton. That's why I looked like a white walker. I didn't think about that. Sense. I honest to God thought it was a White Walker. Yeah, no, it's it's just it's the flayed man holding that you know, a dire see, wolf head. That yeah. makes hmm. literally the most sense that could ever be made. And, and, yeah. and the lion with the fish in the mouth. It's that's the Tully's. The Tully's being yeah. getting the Tully's. But, so what's the hung dire wolf? Is that? I think that's just a dead. Start. Wait, is did we? Okay, is it not like the twins holding him up, holding up the rope? Could it that might. Be a thing? That might. Yeah, that might be a tie to the Greyjoys. I don't know where they. Oh, no, to well, the, the, phrase, the phrase. The phrase. Yeah. Maybe I don't know. Oh, I know they—they definitely have the twins. The, yeah, like the twins it, was, it was seemed to be it. some enclosure. So I was just—I was Something making like a stretch. Clearly, I thought—I thought completely wrong of what it even was. The so. middle one is the thing I don't really know. That's Maybe definitely up for interpretation. Foreshadowing? Maybe. Dun, dun, dun. I doubt it. I—it mm. I, uh, it seems like I don't know, like a like a love letter to the show that's happening. It's, it's pretty cool though. I, I, yeah, no, that was awesome. The, it was so in depth too. Even all the like, besides the just uh, us like breaking it down, just like aesthetically, I really liked it. Oh, a lot. it's so cool! Mm. That that final shot where it goes up into the throne room and you see the Iron Throne just go. That was some great visual podcasting. There, you had no idea what I was saying, but you get the point. He made a motion with his hands, spreading the swords out. Yeah, it was it was really cool. I I thought it was fantastic. I'm a big fan. If you're gonna change from it, at least it's like a really cool. No, for sure. And I think that. It kind of shows the rebirth of the show with all these millions of new people since it's been gone for so long watching. 
so I think that was a really neat way to refresh as it's ending, kind well, of. It's weird that you bring up new people to the show because I, I have heard reports of uh, people just straight up just like not watching the rest of Game of Thrones but starting on the newest season, season eight. That is the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my entire life. They just life. want to be a part of it, I guess. Yeah, they want to be a part of the phenomenon. normies. <laughs> I have no tolerance for that. Oh, God. Yeah. Like, if you're going to... You can watch it. You can watch it starting now. You start from episode one. Damn right. You, you just do. you wait until you can catch a premiere. Mm-hmm. If you don't catch it, too bad. I mean, like, you know, I Parker, would you be willing to say that you're so angry that you might do what the White Walkers did to a uh, what what was it uh, Ned Umber? Nail him to a wall. We'll, well, we'll, we'll we'll get to we'll get the last part in a bit. We might. <laughs> we gotta. We're gonna. We're yeah. We gotta return to some major yes. events that happened in yes. Winterfell. So my girl. Sansa, she's freaking like I, I'm. T- I've told you guys the last time. I'm telling you now. She is jelly. Do you see the way she freaking treated Danny? That was ridiculous. Oh yeah, that was the freaking fiercest side eye ever. I don't even care that Danny freaking snapped back. It was. Nuts. I don't know if it's it's jealousy is more as like like this is just this outsider out here, and you know she's not really sure she's what's not, fucking. But the Sansa Danny thing. It's one of those things that's really going to define the political part of this if they survive the White Walkers. Because my thing is, like, death is clearly marching on the wall. Yep. Sansa and Danny both know that there's a dragon coming their way, and here they are squabbling about titles. Yeah, I, so yeah, it's like half the north, and it's like that's yeah. actually my biggest complaint about this first episode is it's like literally only John and Bran are the two people that understand that like, hey, holy shit, like the Night King is coming. You to know? be fair, uh, other than Danny, but Danny's just been a baby her entire existence. Now she's a strong baby, but she's a baby. <laughs> uh, they're the only two that actually have seen it, other than Danny. Oh yeah, so like uh, that are in Winterfell. Like look at the glo- look at the Glovers. Like, the Glovers are straight up like, oh, well, you're not the king anymore, so we're going home. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> like, <laughs> like they ain't about to get their asses rocked. Just, I, <laughs> the <laughs> one guy that said he'd regret it for the rest of his days that he didn't fight with John on the battlefield. Like, <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> John, yeah, John's like, we're going to fix things. He's like, oh, I'm just going to go back to Deepwood Mott now. <laughs> yeah, great. <laughs> awesome. You jerk. You're a great character. Really crucial. Glad we met you. Thank you, uh, Next. It, it, it's ridiculous. I, I just... I don't. I don't really know. I, I get the whole. We have to, you know, provide some intrigue in this first episode, but I don't the know fa- the fact that the the threat's real and they're still like. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, so I I've always really liked Liana Mormont's character, but like like she comes at John, she comes at my boy. She's like, "What yeah. even are you?" I was like, "Bitch, like, what is what? Like, like, do you have an army? No, you got like ten people, and the White Walkers are coming. Bitch, they will kill you. You know." Yeah, a like, couple episodes... They're going to turn you into a little gremlin White Walker. <laughs> a couple episodes ago, you were basically saying, yeah, we'll arm every man, woman, and child with, you know, dragon glass. We'll train them now. I'm like, well, we have Unsullied now. We don't need, you know, other little baby Mormons trying to fight. She just wanted to fight, dude. That's it's like, it's like they're willing to accept, like, help, but, like, only from the north. Like, no place else, you know? It just yeah. seems like such an odd conundrum, especially when... You know they're all gonna die, <laughs> and not the wildling north. Not, yeah, definitely not the wildlings. You know they they don't like them either. Mm-hmm. It just ugh, the, the, they need to they need to figure that shit out. <laughs> well, um, speaking on the Glovers a little bit too, that came from a scene where again, here I go. 
John and Sansa got real close. She got all mad at him. He was like, hey, baby girl, it's okay. Do you, do you have any faith in me at all? No. Oh, no, no, no. Dog, dog, you're dog, dog, go dog. All of this incest, everything. No, John we're not going to let, you're, 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 let you're the right pair get together. Oh, no, oh my no. God. Hey, I, I want Gendry, but you know what? Gendry's an idiot. I hate, to, I hate to say this. If you really think about it, what what you're saying, Parker, actually is less bad incest than what John's actually going through. Probably. <laughs> I'd rather, I mean, think about it. Cousin incest isn't as bad as aunt incest. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Like, there are probably actually people that have married a cousin. Yeah. Dude, I, this is a fucked up conversation. Tywin married his cousin. No, John and Sansa are not getting together. Okay. You heard it here first. I'm not, I'm not, Finally. Well, they won't. But yeah. also, I'm just saying, if you really think about it, this person, this, <laughs> the theoretical incest is way better than what the actual incest is happening. So I'm gonna oh. I'm gonna tell you this now. We're gonna go we're gonna go to this place. Tell me who the queen is. Can't be if it John is the king, it can't be Daenerys or Sansa. Why not, man? Targaryens have been doing this shit through the so through time. You know, this is what we call basic bias. But first of all, first of all, Daenerys is dying. That's I got okay, money on right, that shit. Right. But it's not gonna be Sansa. There has to be a queen. No, there has why? to be because why? Traditional family marriage. Yeah, yeah, fuck uh, you, no. <laughs> and the oh, atomic God. family Whatever. lives on Whatever. in Western Podrick's the king anyways. Podrick's the king anyways. King I don't want to hear any of this. Yeah, yeah. I'm just going to say this, though. Um, I, don't, I don't know. I, I really I really think I really think Daenerys probably is giving me a lot of bad queen vibes here. And especially with that conversation she had with, with poor... My, my poor guy, Sam... Yeah, it's Ooh. given me this idea that maybe, maybe Westeros won't accept her, and maybe she'll just freak out and start burning people. So I don't th- know. That was one my favorite scene in the episode because John Bradley, who plays Sam, did an incredible job telling yes. that story of how he felt on his face yeah. while also making the face of trying to keep composure with the queen in front of him. Like you can tell how a- actively throughout the conversation where it's like. Well, I guess I can go home now because my dad's dead. <laughs> but also sad. <laughs> Dad, I mean, but then it goes on. It's like, yeah, well, your brother's dead too. And he's like, can I leave now, please? <laughs> Jorah in the background like, fuck, fuck, Jorah, fuck. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's yeah. like, it, it started out so nice. He's like, hey, here's the guy who saved my life. And Just the look on, on John Bradley's face. It looked like his face just completely collapsed after the mm-hmm. dick on and see, uh, this peeps. was the first time, because Daenerys has made some impulsive decisions, like really vile decisions, that if it was done by Cersei Lannister, we probably would have condemned. Uh-huh. But since it was Daenerys, we're like, okay, like Randall Tarly, he was kind of a little bit of a jerk, like yeah. great. This is the first time where she's actually having to experience the negative the negative side on a positive person yeah. from her actions. So I get the whole Mad Queen thing, but I'm interested to see how she actually reacts to this negativity in a way that actually probably affects people that she's close to. Yes. I I think you're seeing, I think you're seeing some of that backlash. I mean, like you just said already, but then especially the way that Sam goes down to John and he hits her with that line at the end once, once the bomb drops, obviously what he tells, and I know we're going to talk about that in a moment, but, but kind of moving on into that, he, he says, Hey, this is your aunt. John's like, no, like, fuck, fuck, fuck. And then <laughs> Sam, Sam's sitting there, and you can tell he's still kind of mad about it. And he hits her with that, like, hey, man, like, you gave up your crown for her. Like, but would she do the same for you? Like, bam, bam, bam. I don't know. I Honestly, love that, man. A, like, a lot of the emotion that came in that, too. Like, he's coming from this person 
that he sees made a what probably devastating decision, decision yeah and then goes down and ta- is talking to who he know who he knows is the rightful ruler and asks him would you have done it and that is kind of to me him being like I don't choose Daenerys I choose John I like and that yeah I feel like that might be a theme unless the bomb drops next episode to Daenerys which I'm I'm interested I think, it, I, think it's I don't happen. know you think so there, there, there's a similar scene in the previews of you know both of them in the crypts and they look a little like they look a little shook, and I, 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 that partially might be because of you know the you know the army of the dead being on the doorstep sure, of Winterfell, sure, yeah, but yeah, that yeah. is but yeah, it just it just seems like the timing would be something to tell to talk about probably now. I, it'll be interesting to see how John sure. handles somebody it. somebody brought up the idea that uh, say the say that the white they beat the White Walkers out like they weren't going to discuss it till after the White Walker. Uh, invasion and, and that would also cause a strain on Danny and John's relationship because he'd just be like Loki swerving her that entire well, time. Well, that's what I, that's what I'm saying is so. I feel like a lot of the decisions and stuff can start being like all of these important characters that da- Daenerys is now in the freaking midst of. Yeah, are going to start choosing John as their ruler again, again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, instead of her, but they have legitimacy to it. And more than hers. Yes. Like, he, John has basically become the Robert Baratheon of the situation, and Daenerys is Stannis. Like, yeah, she's that's a, a good point. And here's ah, the thing: damn. if they can just calm down and realize that if they get married, then everything's fine. Oh well. It, that it's things aren't that clear cut in Thrones. My issue, my issue with that is that. that I don't know that Daenerys can like Daenerys might have been able to like marry a king but she would have still been the queen if that's true she's not the decision maker anymore like she's basically fitting the regular old stigma and now Tyrion has gone talked about breaking the wheel and maybe setting up some sort of democratic system and obviously that might be an avenue they go down so it won't matter yes but like if they do end up still going bloodlines and because that's really all that Daenerys's claim to the throne is is bloodline which doesn't really feel like it's starting to vibe with people anymore. Well, you know what, Bobby? This plays actually perfectly into your theory. Here, he, like we talked about last week, here is the yep. man who is the rightful heir. He's going to give up his throne because, you know, whether whether or not he loves her, you know, he's going to go rebuild the wall, do whatever, and it's yeah. all going to work out in the end anyway. It really does because if, if if there was going to be one of the two to be selfless and give it up, it'd be John. He'd just be like, well, you know what? It's it. not worth it. I'm just going to go... Be in the be in the north. I saw a meme, and it was a picture of uh, Jon Snow with his like head in his hands, like just very clearly not happy. <laughs> and it was it said something like, "When you get rid of your old title, but then keep getting a <laughs> yeah. higher title." And I is very true because Jon basically would again rather be dead. He he doesn't need any of this. So I'm so glad that we've. I had this opportunity to wrap up Game of Thrones in the perfect way. I, I'll go call the boys. We're going to reshoot all the episodes. <laughs> oh, wait. No, everyone's going to die still. The White Walkers are here. Yeah. <laughs> and that goes to when we find Mr. Umber. Ah, oh, yes. yes. My favorite time. character, Ned Umber. Uh-huh. I want to I start out by saying that in my entire series of Game of Thrones, I've always wanted to see a little gremlin zombie. <laughs> <laughs> 
And I, my dreams were fulfilled, ladies and gentlemen. Let me tell you, I, I, I literally at first I internally screamed, but then I outwardly laughed to show that I was in control of the situation. <laughs> but the I initial, the initial internal scream was uh, near death experiment experience number four for Tormund. No, no, yes. I'm, I'm just I, in the corner. Whenever I see Tormund, I know things are going to be okay. Because I know that he's surviving every uh-huh. this whole series, the rest of, of the series. Tormund the, is the most safe person on Thrones. I see you? him, and it's the only time I'm actually comfortable. Funny enough, yeah, oh, yeah, I was like, oh. Yeah. Yeah, he, I gotta say though, he did have the he did have the line of the episode. I've always had blue eyes. I've always had blue eyes. Yeah, <laughs> that oh, classic. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's um, it was interesting. You know, got little little. I think the little Ned Umber freaking out and you know stabbing might have been <laughs> the, the, the best. Probably, ha- but if it wasn't for Bran and his weirdness, he would have been the most memeable the highlight. Part. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Meme I mean, highlight. Oh, it, yes, he would. He would definitely be the uh, meme MVP if it wasn't for Bran's. Sure. Yeah, yeah, but I, I don't know. It, that was probably one of the scarier moments in Thrones. And Just, I have. The way they set it up was just classic horror film. Sure. I have one question for you guys. I don't know if anybody has any thoughts on this, but what do you think the signal means that they've been... It's been throughout the show. They yeah. keep on putting it out there and, like, Mance Raider talked about how they are always the creative ones. And always the artists. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, there's so... I, I don't think we'll really know until probably the end. But um, obviously, it has something to do with the White Walkers, you know. And I'd for, for all, so. okay, thank you. <laughs> yeah, of course, I was getting to that because all these people are out here. I saw this new theory on Reddit that it's like, oh, it looks like the Targaryen sigil, and I just want to say to those people that you're dumb. That's a stupid <laughs> theory because even though that like little spot, we've seen that we've seen that I think four times throughout the series, and all the times it had literal no reference to the Targaryens. And uh, I don't think we can tell what it means at this point. But what I do think it does have to do credence with is because um, it was in Dragonstone. Uh, the White Walkers have made it out of bodies. I think it's some sort of reference to the Children of the Forest and ha- like the creation of the White Walkers. Yeah, I mean, definitely. If you look at that scene of the creation of the White of the Walkers, you know, you see that green forest mm-hmm. with you know the tree in the middle, and then they have the spinny thing. I I think it's probably just a sign that they're like, yeah, Children of the Forest, what up? But it's hey, probably <laughs> not that much. Hey yo, I don't know. I I've been kind of disappointed in. The lack of use of Bran for like for references for the Night King and for the children of the forest and all of their past like that is in the past. The White Walkers have been defeated before. Why are we not watching that movie instead of the movie where Peter Baelish and Varys are talking in a room so you can freaking zing him when he comes and gives you a knife? Like, why is that? Why is that what we're watching, Bran? Like, how did he even get to that point? Why? Why was he just like, you know, what'd be interesting? Let's figure out who's been mor- murdering whores. Yeah, like, I, I, I feel like that was a very big miss for them because Bran could be an actual important part instead of just a creepy weird kid, like. <laughs> He's straight up sat in that courtyard all oh, night long, right. waiting for like, haha, waiting for an old friend. I get it, haha. <laughs> no, but that that lends credence to like him being like more human, I think, because he's out here being petty, like the most petty a man can be. Is like, I'm gonna wait outside in the cold, this league, just to just wait for somebody to get out, feel like relieved that they made it, and see me. We'll <laughs> see though. If, if, he's gonna be like, it doesn't matter. If that happens, this was no payoff of for course. him sitting out there and freaking 
curb your enthusiasming <laughs> Jamie Lannister the way he did. Basically, it, it was, it, what's the equivalent of uh, of Carmelo Anthony meeting uh, Garnett in the hallways, you know, right before the bus because Carmelo said that his wife tasted like, or no, that, uh, because Garnett said that Carmelo's wife tasted like Honey Nut Cheerios. Ooh. Oh, God. Yeah, no. So he was just, he was just there, he's just there to start shit, the little fucker. I don't know. I love it, though. But that that's why, that's, it's, it's him becoming more human. And I think, hopefully, hopefully, it'll come out more next episode. Because what, what I see happening is I see them, like, skipping that whole part where Jamie's like, oh, fuck, man, like... Like, like, and they'll just skip to, like, his trial or whatever's gonna happen. Either, either that or, like, maybe they'll make, like, jokes at each other. Like, maybe I'll give you a push. And he's like, maybe I can lend you a hand or, like, something oh, like that. Oh, wait. Yeah. That was way too clever and you definitely saw it on Reddit. <laughs> that, that uh, is I actually 100... saw it on Twitter. But... Oh, oh, <laughs> wow, I was about to say. That's pretty That's pretty clever for Twitter, I gotta say. Mm-hmm. Well, Usually it's Reddit ones that are more clever. I, maybe it was stolen from Reddit, but it, I saw it on Twitter. Way, it probably was. was. Yeah. Probably was. But, but either I, way, I think they'll probably skip that whole, like... There's no way they're yeah. like, what, what, what could they do? Jamie's going to walk over and apologize? Like, I think, I think they'll they skip start, right to the... I think they start with the trial. Yeah. I think that's the beginning of the episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, it's going to be the trial. Or trial or whatever it is, you know? And I, I really wonder if Bran's going to tell everyone what happened. Because <laughs> that would be, Bran might... be pretty petty. <laughs> yeah, well, that, because if, 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 if he does, Jamie's dead. Which, sure. Which we know he doesn't die because we've seen the previews where he... I have not seen the previews. No one's seen the previews? Why would I see the previews, Dude, I, Bobby? I wanted I'm to go to enjoy the show. Yeah. Oh. No spoilers, dog. I thought... <laughs> shit, I thought people have seen, like, the trailers. Well, no I'm sure watched. most... The freaking sheep will have. I've tried to have a pure experience, Bobby. Amen, brother. Amen. Hey, man, maybe they just pulled an Avengers and just uh, shot, shot, shot like, fake footage. Hey, I could see him doing that. They could. I could see him doing that they completely. Could. Oh, no. I'm so sorry. No, I... <laughs> honestly, okay. it doesn't matter. Yeah. I couldn't care less. It would, it would be it would be kind of shitty for his character just to show up at Winterfell for them to murder him. I agree. Sure. They, yeah, they yeah. could sentence yeah. him to die. And, and then he like does not die. Yeah. That's not it's not like that's happened before. Yeah, sure. But, that's true. Uh so but on that, uh <laughs> No, I don't know. I yeah. lost it. I don't know. Um <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, no, the 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 brand meme's easily the best. Sure. But there's a there's a fantastic one. <laughs> It's a fantastic. I, I I I know more visual podcasting here. There's a pretty great one where it's like Bran when he tells Daenerys uh, uh, that she's not the queen, and it it's just a picture of a wheelchair on fire rolling down a hill. <laughs> That's good. That's good. Um, okay, so we've let's. I think we've covered pretty much everything from this episode. Yeah. What have y'all? Let's let's kind of maybe pivot for the next one. Nah, we forgot about the girl who was gonna die within the year. From Pox. Pox from Kyber. Which one? <laughs> Which one? I was. I, I, I do want to make one more mention. Is uh, of I just recently did a Game of Thrones rewatch, but I actually thought this episode was one of the funnier ones in the entire series. It really it had some. It was. Uh, we didn't really hit on the zingers. funny moments, but like you know, just that part, the uh, Drogon staring over them, like I won't call him dad, <laughs> you know, or like uh, all this other stuff. I really thought there was a lot of uh, legitimately funny material. Even even the scene with. Uh, Sam and Daenerys. Yeah. There was some comedy in there because he was like, he "Well, pops at, least, out, yeah. at least I can go home and uh, my brother, I can go with my brother now." And just like, "Bah!" Like, LOL, oh, no, he yeah. did. <laughs> That's. I think that was even more of a curb moment. Than, oh, sure. In the yeah. end. Mm-hmm. Well, oh my gosh! It just it was just so packed with emotion. Oof. It's hard to like, man. <laughs> so awkward. Yikes! That was a big Ugh. yikes. It would be a lot better if the Citadel people just would have fucking told him. No, freaking. Yeah. Y- to be fair, he did run away right as he probably was going to be told. Yeah, that's but true. That's true. That's yeah. true. 
All right, so anything else you all want to cover from this last episode before we start to preview the the next episode? No, I, I think we covered pretty much mm-hmm. anything that was important. It was kind of, it was really just a setup episode yeah. for anything else. and It was for all the characters to know what the audience already knows. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. yeah, for sure. So next episode we got Trial of Jamie Lannister. White Walkers are, uh, you know, showing up. It's, it, it's, I think the whole thing is just going to be a lead-up to what you'd normally see before a battle episode. And then you just get all battle and see in uh, episode three probably, um, but geez, it's it's going to be a big one. I think I think from here on out you start you're you're going to get big episodes, and I I don't think we'll probably see much in King's Landing because there's nothing for them to do other than just kind of wait. Well, um, okay, for for next episode for sure. I one thing that I've seen from the way they handle the first episode, which shout out to it being an hour and a half, that was great. Uh, no, it wasn't. I've been lied to. They're going to run out of time for anything incredibly meaningful. So I'm. I think they're going to either have to introduce the Golden Company and nothing happen, or the White Walkers are going to be pretty easily handled, which I don't necessarily love the idea. I don't. I mean, we've waited, you know, eight seasons for the Night King to show up, only to have him be like his ass Needed kicked in one in, episode. Yeah, three. Well, yeah, on the third episode, past the wall. You know. Yeah, like I, I just feel like I don't know. Maybe who knows? Game of Thrones is a groundbreaking television series. That's Maybe true. Be like into episode six. It's like this isn't the way it should end. Well, come back next week for episode seven. <laughs> probably not, yeah. but that's okay. What, what I will say is a little obnoxious, though, is like you were talking about, is how they promised us these long episodes, and the first two episodes of the season are still under an hour. Yeah. 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 Guess and what then, that is? A normal episode. Yeah. We, we, we just got spoiled by the hype, you know? In, in these yeah. in these two... This, this whole year of waiting, we just... Two years, actually. What am I saying? Yeah. yeah. Almost oh, two years. Almost it was two. brutal, dude. I'm just hoping that there eventually is... A ending that I can have and hold and not be frustrated with because this show has given me so much joy. And I really, really hope that because they decide to end it this way, that George R. R. Martin doesn't cuck me <laughs> and freaking be like, oh, read the books that I'm not going to be able to finish because I'm going to die. Oh, <laughs> God. Oh, that'd be brutal. All right, so before we wrap this thing up, uh, let's just go with. I'm going to ask each one of you what your favorite moment is and who the MVP was okay. of the episode. Okay, favorite moment. I can just go first. Okay, uh, you go, you go. I'll, I'll just hop in and go first. So, easily for me, my favorite moment, probably, I, I know we, we already talked about it in depth, probably has had to be John and Arya just because we've been waiting since, you know, episode two of the series to get there. And it just, it, it just had a lot of meaning and you could tell that, you know, these are two characters that really care about each other and it really, it really landed well, and my MVP. Um, I mean, shoot, let's see. I think I gotta go. I gotta go, Sansa. She's the only one who who ha- who really didn't lose her ground here. I think everyone else is kind of trying to play catch up from this point, but she's she's definitely set the tone in Winterfell as a leader. And even though I don't agree with what she's done, I think she's definitely. She's definitely she definitely came out the best out of all of them. Well, she's even gotten to the point too where Arya told John that she was the smartest person she's ever met. Like, yeah. After all of the I will say stupid conflict that they had in season 7, 
like she's to this point where she honestly believes that Sansa is the smartest after all of this time of being like, oh, Sansa's so dumb. She's just a girl. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And like she has all this training that, by the way, she has not used in the longest time since she was Walder <laughs> Frey. But we're not. We're not going to talk about that. Hopefully, she gets a little bit more crazy and buck wild when the White Walkers get there. But. Uh, for me, I think my favorite moment, and this is purely from a, I enjoy visual media sense, I think my favorite moment was the way that they combined the comedy and the just weight to that scene where Daenerys and Sam talked. Mm. And that kind of overlo- overflows into the emotion that he brings into telling John that he is the rightful king of the Seven Kingdoms. And so... That being said, my MVP is not Sam. It's John Bradley because he did such a great job. And it's yeah. been a long time since we've had, just based on they've had to display all of the fantastic scenes and not really had any of these conversations that, like we talked about last time, like this was an episode full of those conversations in small rooms, important conversations in small rooms. Yep. And that, the way he portrayed that, the way he was able to act in that scene was very similar to how I used to see Tyrion acting and uh, Peter Dinklage back in the day with the way he controlled the room and like you were so focused on him and the performance he was giving so I'm giving mine to John Bradley I think that's look him up he also (laughs) had a I mean he also had an incredible performance telling John you know his true parentage nailed that as well obviously takes a back burner to uh, the Daenerys scene but yeah, I agree. John Bradley, he's in the he's in the top five of best actors on the show right now, yeah, if not number one. Yep. Uh, for, for me personally, I I'm I'm a relatively simple guy, and I have always wanted to see a White Walker gremlin, mm. and I finally got to see one. So that was that was my all time favorite part of the show. One of my all time. Oh, come on. <laughs> no, oh, that, that was my favorite part of the season at the very least. Please tell me you're not going to give the MVP to Gremlin uh, Ned Umber. Uh, I was thinking about it, but you can't I'll, give it to someone who died. Was, he was, oh god, for just for his one moment of a lifetime, I was just, just so. Just give it to him, man. Okay. Well, <laughs> excuse me. Just give it to him. Don't put out the fire. Don't put the words in my mouth. Let it go. Okay, there you go. Yeah, I'd like to give the MVP to Tormund because he really, he really took took the cake away. You know, he made some made some memorable lines this this episode and this season so far. He's had a strong start. Good old memorable. Uh, yep, so um, Gremlin, Gremlin, and uh, Torment. That's my pick for this week. All right, there we go. So, if, you, if you, uh, y'all have any final thoughts, I, I think we pretty much wrapped it up. Uh, I am I am jumping on Ian's basic train on the John's going to be king with Sansa as queen. No, no, Gen- Sansa's I, not being queen, well, That's fine, but Gendry's dead to me. That's all I know. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well... Anyways, thank you guys so much for listening. It's always just a blast doing it with you two. Uh, always I a good time. Too. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah, for sure. So, pot, um, yeah. So, thank you guys for listening, everyone. Uh, please rate off the wagon five stars. We got plenty of content coming for you. More uh, thunder talk. Always all the way through. Rate this pod like those strippers rated pod the other pod. You know what I'm saying? Which is uh, five stars. We are we are the pod of pods. <laughs> you really could have done well with that, and you just okay. Well, hold on, it. recut. We'll recut it later. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah. we 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 are the Podrick Panda podcast. Five stars. You don't even need to pay us any money. We're that good. Um, so anyway, yeah, five stars. Leave us a review. Let us know how we're doing. And uh, yeah, so for me, Ian and uh, Parker Charles. 
let a dead maid ever die? Or Valor Magulis? I haven't figured out a sign off yet. It's cunt. <laughs> <laughs> I cut the cunt last time. I know you did. <laughs> I'm not going to cut it this time. <laughs>